evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, there it go. We're going to start off with a scripture and a prayer, and we're going to come out of Psalms 32 and 7. And it says, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. God is your hiding place to be able to protect you from the, the enemy's attacks, snares, all the things that's coming against you, everything that's speaking against you, everyone that's plotting against you. God is your hiding place where you could be able to get refuge, where you could get peace. So if, if you're going through something right now, God is your refuge right now. God is your refuge. Um, yeah, Father, thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for bringing us this week. God, we're going through some things, God. We're, we're, so much stuff is happening across this world. God, we just need you right now more than ever. God, be in the midst of everything, God. Let everything know that um, let everything know that you are still in control, that you will make a way, that despite of what we what man say, you have the final say. So, so God, we just thank you. We glorify you. God, expand our territory. Um Expand our territory, God. Expand our territory. Huh. Let us be able to reach the unreachable, be able to teach the unteachable. God, let somebody leave from this with a message still where we can say, what can we do to be saved? And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jan. Like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can find me at Anointed Jalon. Um, <laughs> that's that's crazy in Jesus' name. Amen. I accept that. Um, you can find me at Anointed Jalon on Instagram and Twitter. You can be able to find me at Pastor Jalon Calhoun on Facebook. Um, go download my two sing uh singles that's out there. Um, renew my praise and Jesus, you make me happy. Amen. Um, you can get that on all digital platforms. I'm working on a new my new song, if you follow me on social media, you, you got to hear a little snippet. So you got to follow me on social media to hear the little snippet um, on Anointed Jaylon on Facebook. You could hear a little bit of the new song I'm working on. It's a real cool vibe. I, be I believe everybody's going to definitely get something from it because there's a message plus you could vibe to it. So definitely check it out. It's not nothing contemp uh, contemporary or regular that you are used to. It's definitely something new. So um, definitely look that out. Album's coming out this year, and um, I will be working due diligent that hopefully by November have the album out. Amen. I speak that in Jesus' name. Um, another thing, make sure you go and follow the legendary Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Um, you know, right now she's doing Bible study. You know, she has to do her pastoral duties. I'm, I'm, I'm due for tomorrow, but... Everybody go check out Dr. Marvinetta Clay at drmarvinettaclay.com. Go get Worship Forever. And um, she has Fly Away and So Good coming out soon. Stay listening. Some great music is coming her way. Um, she's definitely working with the AMP team. Um, if you don't know what the AMP team is, the AMP music team is Anointed Radio's new distribution platform where we are now giving global distribution to people for their music so they could get out there, not just to some places, but to everywhere. Um, even Vivo, we get even give you a Vivo account. It's 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 real, it's legit. Anointed Radio is coming up in the world. So um, Dr. Clay is coming up. Her song is actually coming out soon. Um, if you don't know, through the AMP team, 
So check out AMP Records, where we're going to be able to give distribution to great artists here in Las Vegas. Um, with that being said, that is me. Oh, make sure you go check out Chiquita Andrews, um, a very talented author. Um, she's coming out with a new book. I wish I had a date, but she's coming soon with it. So keep your eyes to Chiquita Andrews on all her social media platforms. And we got Mr. Chi-Town Chris. <laughs> From Chi-Town. Because I've been watching the show Shy, so I can know what you go through. So I could be able to relate to some things when you'd be like, oh, this happened in Chicago. And I'd be like, well, I saw that on the shy. <laughs> does that does that help? Mm, probably not really, because it's still TV, <laughs> even though it's still based off of Chicago. Watching it and actually living it is two totally different things. Got you. Okay. But but no, Chicago's cool. Chicago is actually really amazing. I love it. It's a lot of culture here. Um, it's very different compared to, you know, Vegas, praise the Lord for Vegas. Um, but it's just very different all over. So, but yeah, Chicago's cool. I like it a lot. So I ain't coming back, <laughs> but that's not what I came to say. You're still going um, to come visit anyway. Yeah, I'll right. come visit, but I'm not coming to live. Anyway, we'll see. I can help it. But, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, this is, uh, seeing Chris J, Chris Johnston here. You can find me at SinkersJ.com, or you can find me um, on Instagram and Facebook at SinkersJ. Um, Chasing After You is still available and ready for you to purchase and stream and listen to. Um, I don't have any music coming out. Um, hopefully soon, if the Lord says the same, it'll ha happen maybe next year. But keep me in prayer with that. And yeah. Oh, I got merchandise. Go to my website and get all the merchandise. I have King Me uh, shirts and then a worship or die shirts so, and apparel. So go get that. Amen. And we have a guest co-host today um, who's going to be coming out soon next month in the month of October with his own show. We have Mr. D.W. Uh-oh. We can't hear you. It's going to be all right. So while he's working, I want everybody to make sure you go download the Anointed Radio app and uh, make sure you go follow Anointed Radio on all social media platforms. But yes, DW from the DW Experience is coming out with his own show, which you'll be able to see. I believe he's back now. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. No headphones. So... Um, now, tell everybody about yourself and about your upcoming show coming. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm DW of the DW Experience. A lot of people uh, know me in Las Vegas from some shows I produced last year. And um, I am a musician originally from Canada, grew up in uh, Southern California, um, grew up in church singing. So some things you can hear me on, Jonathan Greer and Tribe of Judah, I'm featured on that album. Um, Sometime back, if you know Tim Bishop Brown, I'm on that album. So I'm in Las Vegas, and I'm just uh, redoing DW Experience. So we're going to be doing the show. You've been mentoring me and really helping me on that um, to really take what I did live and uh, bring it to, to Anointed Radio. So I have some exciting guests I've already been working on to come up, and we're going to be talking about um, 
some of my artist friends who are in the entertainment industry, how they balance their Christian walk and their how they balance being a Christian in the entertainment industry. And um, also talk about some other hot topics like the one we're gonna talk about tonight. So Amen. I'm just really excited. Amen. And to bring glory to God, of course. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. We have Anointed Radio is growing, um, growing in, um, but we're doing it not like normal. We're we're we're, we're going to come in and have some thoroughbreds that's trained and ready to go, because um, we want to be able to bring decency and order to the airwaves. And we're rebuilding Anointed Radio to have some great shows with great content that's that's consistent. So that is one great thing that we're having. You might see a few um, co-ho guests that's just going through the training experience because, you know, if you think about what Jesus did, Jesus brought the disciples with them so that when he was no longer there, they could be able to know what to do. So with that being said, it's passing on the legacy, being able to train. Um, with that being said, uh, one thing I want to say is there's a lot of great talent in Las Vegas before we go into our topic, because we're going to go into music break before our topic. Um, and I want everybody that makes music start, start hitting us up. Um, soon enough, we're having so many things come up in Anointed Radio where we're going to be monitored by BDS. We're going to be monitored by DDR. We're going to be having a lot of things and we're going to be going to a new location in 2021 amen, amen. Um, be some great things happening coming up soon um covid did not and to chicago and anointed chicago amen and man don't even give me how excited i am for that so with that being said stay tuned and if you enjoy anointed radio donate like for real the cash apps at the bottom anointed radio network spelled the whole thing out because we're here to be able to expand to be able to expand to be able to have more for you to have more events um we're going to be having events coming for 2021 so many things are happening Asha, i just spoke to tiny lester if you don't know who tiny lester is tiny lester is debo from friday Ooh. and me and him are planning to have an event here in vegas with him coming on the bike and talking about the lord so it's going. It, it, we're having a lot of great events, partnering up with some real good um, people, people of God, celebrities that are, that really want to give back to the church and give back to God's people, um, because at the end of the day, that's all that matters is God and how He's opened the door. You know, a lot of times we take away the power of the name of who we serve and be like, well, you know, him. But sometimes you got to say there's power in the name of Jesus. And I know that because with what's happening, God is going to have the final say. So Jesus is going to make a breakthrough somewhere, somehow, and stuff is getting shooken up for that reason. So yeah, just want to give you all that. Make sure you go follow us, download Anointed Radio app. Um, Next week, we're going to have a lot of uh, a very great guest. I'm excited for next week's guest. Um, this week's guest, just give you guys a, a little thing. A family emergency happened, so we had to reschedule. We're going to be rescheduling, but I believe you're going to be in tune for this topic. I believe God had everything for a reason, and uh, we're going to just be talking, and we're going to just be talking about things that matter, um, and we've been talking, so we're going to keep talking and thinking and brainstorming because that's the only way we could do it. So with that being said, I think... Um, since Chris keeps saying that he don't have no more music. Oh. 
<laughs> so since he said he don't have no more music, I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to go ahead. I think I'm just going to play his song. I'm just, just like, I, I feel like that's, oh, I didn't pass it. Oops. I think I'm going to play, I'm chasing, I'm chasing by Chris Johnson and play some different little songs I like to hear. But I think that'll be the first, the first one. But oh, um, Chris, huh. do you have any announcements? Um, no. You know you don't got announcement. You ain't got no. I'm chasing. So we'll see you guys after the break. Bye, y'all. There are no words that I can say, no reservations that I could make, no expectations you haven't met, I'm moving forward and my eyes are set on heaven's gate, on heaven's side. For heaven's sake, I live my life. Your love has captured me. I'm chasing after you. I'm chasing after you. Your love has captured me. I'm chasing after you. I'm chasing after you. Chase 
No one will lend a helping hand I've been there before Where you at, don't think that you're by yourself Sometimes you gotta let it all out Don't leave your feelings on the shelf You may have to cry sometimes Confused and wondering why And you may have to hurt sometimes Please don't throw in a towel Cause my God is faithful He will hear you He'll be right there with you through it all. After you cry, dry your eyes, it's gonna get better. After all, lift up your head and show your smile. It's gonna get better. After all, Getting tired of holding on Oh, your strength is gone You pray but nothing's changing Now your hope is gone I've been there before So no, you're not alone That little faith inside of you Really needs time to grow You may have to cry sometimes Confused and wondering why And you may have to hurt sometimes But please don't throw in a towel Cause my God is faithful And he will hear your call He'll be right there with you Through it all After you cry Dry your eyes It's gonna get better After all Lift up your head And show your smile It's gonna get better after one. So stick your chin up, push your shoulders back. You can take it. Walk in authority, tell yourself that you can make it. No matter what you do, no matter how you feel. Crying out to me in the darkness from where I can't see it says I hear I feel your pain and sorrow I love you so much I send my son to die on the cross for your sin so I could shower you with 
Increase your perfect peace in me. Help me see the truth in you. I need to have you near. I need to have you near. Ignite a fire within my soul. Leave me there and I will go. I submit to your will and your way. All storms run out of the name will fade away. God, give me peace. God, give me joy. For renew my strength. God, give me peace. God, give me joy. Joy. Or renew my faith. God, give me peace. God, give me joy. Joy. Or renew my strength. God, give me peace. God, give me joy, or renew my faith. Renew my praise. Give me the song. Show you my heart longs for your love. Renew my praise. Give me the song. Show you my heart longs for your love. I hear you calling me, calling your spirit, drawing me. Good and bad and joy and pain. Go hand in hand. Often they play their roles at the same Me. Me. Overshadowed by my wrong 
segment and with our talking segment we're gonna we're gonna come and talk about something that everybody's talking about right now and it's the verdict of Brianna Taylor um, and people are upset um, and it's, it's sad to say a lot of people expected it to come out this way because every wrongful death, no matter what the color, has always ended up where someone getting off, you know. And the sad part about it is, there's there, we have to believe in the justice system to start doing what's right. Let's just plainly walk into it. If someone goes into a person's home and shoots them dead, the person should go to jail. That's what would happen to if, any, if anybody on the show did that, we would be in jail. If anybody on the street would do that, we would be in jail. It's the same civil liberties when it's even in the military. If you're in the military and let's say we're on a mission and someone is a civilian and we shot them, we go to Leavenworth, which is jail. There's no excuse. Like it, it take take all the different propagandas that keep popping up and look at it there's a the human being lost their life in their own home where you have your own civil liberties in and was taken from this earth just like the young man in texas who was taken from this earth that his that cop went to jail right so it, it's it's now sad and I had to do research, and now I'll let you guys go into it. I found out that there is District 7 of Kentucky, District 1, District 6, 11, 21, 22, 28, 25, 39, 30, 37, 42. These all are judges' upcoming election November 3rd. If you thought voting was not, um, not important, let me let you know now. Judges is the end-all be-all. I saw this with Oscar Grant. Yep. <laughs> I, I've, I've saw this in my early adult years with Oscar Grant. 
we can we can go based off emotional we can start doing things smartly by getting the people that's not giving justice doing the people that's not giving us a civil service which we pay them for out of office and putting the right people in there's judges yes judges hold everybody accountable they supposed to hold the politicians accountable even the president is held accountable by judges but judges skate by everybody focus on everybody else but judges that is the most think about how powerful a judge is judge was judges were even mentioned in the bible come on now amen <laughs> so judge judges are a, 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 a very big big thing in our community that deals with from child support that deals from um traffic and criminal for all these things you know that you've had a judge has done unfair things which i've dealt with a few vote them out don't let this skate by don't let this just be a hashtag y'all it takes work i know a lot of people are like man that sounds like a lot of work that sounds like i gotta go and think about when they're gonna have to do it i gotta put a reminder put a reminder on your phone most times, most elections that skate by is elections that are not on the same time as presidential. And that's how they stay in office for 20, 30 years. It's time to make a, a, a real change that sticks, a real change that actually puts out an effort to get someone that jud judges fairly. Because obviously, we can, we can compare a lot of cases. But if we don't have someone that can see and be neutral and be a judge and think of if I was in this situation, how would I feel if my daughter was killed in her in her in her apartment while she was asleep? How would I feel? No matter what it was, because, first of all, even with a no knock warrant, you're supposed to still announce yourself. And it was wrong in the first place. So it, it, it's like it has to be more due diligence in the way that we see in law. So that's my spill on it. I just want everybody in Kentucky to know your vote November. Your judges are up. And I don't know if the judge that was over this case is on there. I know that that uh, AG wasn't. He's still in. But if a person is not um, governing your area, your community, you have a very civil liberty to vote them out. Simple so, as that. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I'm going to play the devil's advocate a little bit. Just a tad. One, how do you, we know who is the right judge or the right person to put in office? One. And then, because even though they might talk a good game in the beginning, but when all comes down to it, that's not what it is. Um, and then two, uh, Tyler Perry, I know people say a lot about Tyler Perry, mm. but the have and have not showed us a lot. So a lot of that might actually might still what's, what's, what's going on. And not to bust people out, but people might be getting paid under the table to turn the verdict in their favor. Or in the favor of whatever. That's all I'm seeing or what I'm figuring. I don't really know if it's true or not because there's no way to really prove it. But I mean, no offense, but money is the answer to all. And, you know, one thing, a preacher says something that's real deep. So and, and this is speaking just to the community out there. You got to think about this. That's real deep. 
what do we what do we escape from? A, a preacher here in Vegas, <laughs> uh, Chris know who I'm talking about once I said, um, said this and it, it got me. We can't say people are getting judged by their peers of the community if we love escaping out of jury duty. If we like not being in jury duty, our civil liberty to actually be on the as a witness to to make sure that there's a, a fair prosecution there. A lot of times what people want to be like, I ain't trying to go do that. I ain't trying to go do that. Think about that. That's, that's a, a real big thing. I mean, raise your, raise your hand on the show if you've done jury duty. Um, I'm I, I'm knock on wood because I probably get a letter after this. Which I really don't care no more because my I my, got one, but my, my job pays for me to do it. But just what I'm saying, it's that's that's a big point. Every part has to have representation, it has to have some type of representation of peers. If we're not in representation, then how can we be judged by our peers? I, I well, first let me just say a little bit about me. Uh, this is a little fun fact about DW. I am still a Canadian citizen. So I cannot vote yet. I'm here legally. I'm here legally, but every you know somebody was about to say that, like, <laughs> is he? Here oh, I'm about to say that. Call the people. On. <laughs> no, no, there's different levels to being here legally. I've been here since I was eight years old. But with that being said, um, I've grown up here, but also having a different lens to look at it because I can't wait to go to jury duty once I become a citizen. Right. Um, I think it's just an important civic duty for everyone. But also back to what you were saying, Pastor Jay, um, even though we're picking the judges and everyone, exactly what Chris was saying, how do we know who's the right one? And the reason I bring that up, Henderson, the chief of police, she actually broke her silence today. Um, uh, she filed a lawsuit against the police. She's a former chief of police. I don't know if she's a current. Um, but basically she's talking about that she's unable to do her job because there's a lot of, that's my friend, you know, that's my homie, a lot of kickbacks. So even when I look at this Breonna Taylor case, um, listening to the attorney general, one of the things that he said that was so key was that we have to separate emotion from the law, right? But it's hard to do that. But then it's also depending on who you are. Like if you're white, if you're black, if you have a different experience, you have a different interpretation of the law. So all I kept thinking was these police officers that were arrested, they're probably friends. There's a whole club back there. And that's one of the things that we really need to kind of look at. You know, they're all friends. They're all connected. I'm sure, you know, the attorney general and there's also politics involved in all of it. And so it's hard to look at this fairly and just say, let's just choose someone to be be the judge, not knowing well, who are their friends, who are they connected to, you know, well, a lot of, what, what do they call it? In the music industry, the payola, right? So, if you were to refer it to it. To add on to what you're talking about, the best thing is, is knowing their background. Um, first of all, um, a lot of people who said this, I heard this before and it got me because it's true in a way, um, just kind of like if we think about the crime bill, the crime bill that a lot of communities didn't understand, but we voted it in. Just like I give you a perfect example. I didn't know we was going to be talking about all this. So obviously this came into play. So like Nevada, it has about six new amendments coming in to voting for this 
general election, which if you don't read about it in one's renewable energy, one is the um, state constitutional right to voting. Um, another one is a state board of pardon commission, um, the marriage regardless of gender amendment and constitutional of regent amendment. These laws get put in and we, when it comes to election time, which we have to get better, um, just kind of be like, yes, no, maybe so, right? So it's going to take education. It has to take reading. It has to take reading. I might say it one more time. It has to take reading because you have to understand every politician, every judge, everybody that gets put in has a bio, has background, has everything that the news goes and digs deep into everything so that you can know personally about them, but you have to read it. If you, it can make a 10-page letter um, straight to you. And if you don't read it, it doesn't matter. You're just going based off what you've heard, what you think, or what the TV has told you. And that is one way because, you know, a lot of times during this time, I'm not going to lie to say, a lot of politicians, especially ones that are not Christian, end up at churches. And this is to the Christian community. Um, Christian community, we have to stay on top of holding people accountable. Um, you'll probably never get a contract. I'm not going to lie to you because um, come, being devil's advocate, first of all, putting a contract of something that you can't possibly say you can uh, fulfill, no one logically is going to sign it because you could say all day that I want to do this, but you have to understand you're not the only kid in the play in, in the sandbox. You know, one person that's going into legislation or into law, let me break it down to it, that's going as a politician, has to work with other politicians, and everybody's not going to agree. So you can't say, oh, well, come to an agenda, but you can know what they're about. You could sense, you know, try to spirit by the spirit, right? And that's one thing. You know, it, we have to get back to the basics and stop like what he said was right. We shouldn't be in emotion, but we should be going based off what facts are. Facts are is this. This person does not represent this community. Well, this person shows that it has. We'll give a try. But it, the only way we could do it is by actually being involved. Think about how much. How much time people have talked about their the presidency which you probably in your lifetime, if some people are blessed to see a president in their life, no matter what, if they're with the party or not, get to see a president. But you'll see that judge. Your state legislation that is not the most famous person, he's making a law that affects you tomorrow. Like your tax is going up tomorrow. So it's it goes back to the conver conversation I've been saying. We've done the voicing. We've done the letters. We've done the you know the protesting what's next that's going to stick on paper and that's getting people in that needs that can make the 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 paper that means everything because we all follow in this law in this land a piece of paper as a constitution or if it's a state constitution or a law if it's not in that we are wasting time honestly and this is just this is just coming from it because i've seen the story pass on we had George Floyd. Everybody said it was bad. We had Breonna Taylor. Everybody said it was bad. But then it started dying out. Then it started getting muddy. Why did it get muddy? You know, and let's, let's go back from this year. Because this ain't the only year a black person died un, un, unfairly. I go back to when I turned 18 years old. Oscar Grant died unfairly because he was handcuffed and got shot in the back. On, and, and it was an uproar because the person who did it didn't get charged. Mm -hmm. There's right and then there's wrong. 
no matter how you look at it, no how, how much you twist it, because what the human race is starting to lose is empathy for others. Because if that was your son, if that was your daughter, if that was your mama, if that was just, just, just think about it. This would be a whole different case. It'd probably be closed shut. And that's where you got to start getting people like that. Not people that's driven for the next promotion. Everybody's hungry to go drive that. But if, if that's all they focus on, you can kind of tell on that. You're like, oh, I see. But if you can see that that person actually has empathy, that person actually cares, you know, and I'm not going to say that the person can't change because I know someone out there is like, well, that, that's great. They could start off great. But we have to be more involved. We have to hold more people accountable because that's the only way we could do it. And you can't just go based off. Well, I am, you know, like I say, gang, gang banging politics. Um, guess what? You got to look at people. Because people, people are people. At the end of the day, no matter who they claim, who they say that they for, you got to read what their policies are. Because if you go gangbanging politics, there's a lot of reasons why this country hasn't changed. Because you haven't looked at the person. We just did blanket voting. What is blanket voting? Going down the board. You don't even know who they are. You know who the first two are. But you don't know who the rest of them are. And the rest of them are the most important. The first two, yeah, that's big because that's the that's the public. That's what public going to see. That's what the other country's going to see. But in your own state, at your own school board, whichever it is, you have to get to a point where you start seeing who these people are because they're going to have such an impact on your kids, on your family life, on your education, on um, everything. Think about it. That's what's going to make the difference It's getting people in there. That's going to make a difference, not just keeping the same and hoping for the rest. Oh yeah. You want to change the president? Okay. Guess what? That still don't change the situation. It don't change the situation because we've been dealing with the same thing for all these years. And it, we ain't had always the same president. We ain't always had the same Congress. So there's obviously on the state level, in the governor level, uh oh, but let me talk about that. Where we have to start looking at things. I, I agree with you. If I could just kind of do a little segue and throw this in, in here, I was in a discussion group actually um, after George Floyd. And one of the things that they brought up was race based traumatic syndrome. You can write that down race based traumatic syndrome. And it, it's basically, it's a cumulative effects of racism on an individual's uh, mental and, and physical health. So even though a different person has died, I think what happens every time there's no justice, even though we expect it, it's like PTSD. You know, like for someone who's in the army, when the fireworks goes off, it triggers them. Mm -hmm. So for, for, for people right now, um, especially minorities, I think there's that trigger right now. So even in the struggle of making the decisions and voting, there's also that 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 race-based traumatic syndrome that they're like, like Chris said, how do who do we trust? How do we know? Even though they told us they're going to do this, you know, we've heard those promises before. We heard those promises four years ago. So where do we go now? So I actually have a question for you two. Now, Shirley Caesar just came out with the single the other day. Um, yeah, she did. And I'm going to. I did not know that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, feel bad that I did not know that Shirley Caesar just came out with a single. 
Okay, so thank you. It's called Take Your Knee Off My Neck. Interesting. So what I want to know from you all, like we see in, in, in mainstream entertainment, people like Cardi B and other celebrities um, being vocal about politics. Mm. As Christian artists, do you feel an obligation to use your voice towards politics? Do you feel like you should, you know, do you feel obligated to say something? Do you think other Christian artists, gospel artists should have a voice or do you think it should be kept separate? Um, well, first of all, I would say as for me, well, cause I'm actually running myself. So to make a difference, cause if you don't see the difference, you gotta be the difference. Um, it always doesn't have to be in song. Um, right. it, it could be in what you do, you know, um, before I was a pastor, I gave out food. Before I was a pastor, I gave out, you know, that's something that should be as a civil duty that people have on a personal level. Um, a lot of times, and I'm just going to be, I guess you could say I'll be 100 with it. A lot of a lot of people do it, but not do it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to, like I said, try the spirit for the spirit. Because um, sometimes you, you see the people with the long-term game and the people that with the short-term game. Um, if it starts fading, because it's, if it's, if it's a change that needs to happen, it's not going to happen overnight. So obviously the same, the same speech, the same talk, the same way should be the same. Right. And I'm not saying that um, pastor Caesar, if you're watching this, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about in general. Um, pastor Caesar. Um, um, the thing that I'm saying is, some people do it for fad and some people do it for real and you don't ever hear about them ever because they're not trying to do it for clout. It's not for clout. It's not for, it's, it's because they believe in making a change in their community. They believe in making a change in their, in their uh, country and, and, and things like that, because that's what matters. Because at the end of the day, we could raw, raw, but if nothing changes, let's be real. Let's let literally look at everything. Like if 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 looking at the news irritates you by now, you at that point where not, if nothing is changing, do something about it. I pray for the the future leaders to stand up and to stand up in decency and order, where we could be able to have people that fight and not fighting and just tearing stuff up in ignorancy. We're not we're not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about that actually gets in the in the room. Because we can we can scream all we want to, we could talk all we want to, we could say all we want to, but if you don't have a say so, if you're not in there that helps make the that that diminishes that 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 law that that's biased, that that law that is targeting the your community, that's law that is bad for you and your family, then all we're saying is talk. Because at the end of the day, you see nothing sticks until it's on paper. I've realized at the, after all this stuff that we've had, and I'm not just talking about now, 2020 is just a, a reflection because some people ain't busy enough to to sit down, uh, to, to disregard it. Because I could be honest with you, if COVID didn't happen, we, a lot of people, and I'm being bl- brutally honest, wouldn't pay attention to it. Because they'd be so worried about, I got to be over here, I got to be over there, I could be all that. Would it be so much support to it? Would it be such of a headline if COVID didn't kick in and everybody was slowed down? Because you got to think about it. 
so much of this has happened before. This ain't new. It's not new to me. And <laughs> I've only been on, on this earth for 30 years. Think about somebody who's been here for 65 years, 70 years. This ain't nothing new. And until, you know, and it, we've had documentaries. You think this is the first riot that's ever happened? Come that's on now. And, and it's probably not going to be the last one. And we're and, and I could just be real. Black people ain't the only one rioting. And most of the time, if you look at, first of all, let's put this out there. Seattle, Seattle hardly have black people there. Going to be real with it. Most of them are not of the black descent. Be real. But they've been protesting for how long? Tearing stuff down for how long? They still out there right now. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's not uh, it's not any different compared to what it is. The main thing is what matters on paper. What is put in law, what is put in your legislation, who's going to make that change? Who? And November 3rd is around the corner, 40, 40 days. And you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. That is the definition of insanity. I to, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I personally, and, and I appreciate, I feel like I love seeing artists use their platforms, you know, to to bring about these topics and, and these subjects. I know some people don't necessarily agree, but I, you know, I love to see, um, I know mainstream, you'd see, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian transitioning to prison reform. I think I would really love to see gospel and Christian artists also, and maybe I haven't seen it like like you're running, but would love to see them, you know, be more involved in the legislation. We get the, the politicians who come to the churches all the time. You know, I would love to see artists like the Kurt Franklins, like the 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 Mary Marys and and you know the you know Leandra Johnson's, not that they know about politics, but um, to really they have a platform where they can you know, move people to see things that maybe they wouldn't necessarily look at to, to well, get that I, I, changed. I, I would just simply say it like this. Um, think about how powerful if all of those artists you, you talked about made a pack and raised up some people that's certified, certified, genuine certified, that's about, their, about what they're talking about, really about it, and made a pack and start putting people to represent them because most of the time, let's be real. When it comes down to this, I feel like we do not know all of what we shouldn't know. I'm still learning. And I've learned a lot just in this year. So it's just like, if you look at it as a whole, if, if the, if the musicians came together, if the, the mainstream artists came together and backed a person, that they know represents them well, it'll make a difference. Then, then it's a change of tide. It's a whole change of tide of if you think about if there's this if there's this big group that's vetting who's in their community, vetting who's going for their state, vetting for who's going to D.C. to represent them, vetting the judge system. Because how many uh, man, uh, just of a show of hands, how many have done with a judge that you was like, how did they vote you in, and how long, how have you been in here this long? You on mute? I can't hear you, DW. 
we, you know, it's a boys club. It, it's definitely like I look at the mayor of Las Vegas. She has been the mayor for right. way ever. <laughs> she's but, not that uh, good. <laughs> but why do we keep voting her in? Because you know, my life is fine. You're fine. Money, you know, all of that. One of the people. If you look at it, if we go to the polls, I'm sorry to cut you off. I know it's okay. It, it's it's not just money. Because money can't do nothing. You can have millions of dollars, but if you don't get no votes, it don't mean nothing. I know people in campaigns that's putting millions of dollars in and they lost in the primaries. You see what I'm saying? So it does come down to the point of interaction. How many people is actually still registered to vote or have they went inactive because they forgot to vote in the last primary? Because a lot of times you don't get a ballot if you go inactive. How many people are still active? How many people are still staying on top of, you know, registration? How many people registered? Today is what? National Registration Day? Yeah. I saw chat. I don't remember how all these days start coming because when I went to school, they didn't have all these days. I wish because, man, we'll never be in school. It'll be holidays all the time. But if you really look at it, I'm, I'm just saying how many people are actually registering and going out to vote? You know, because think about it. I could tell you right now, just from the numbers of what I know personally. In my district, in District 35, there's 56,000 people that vote. The main, only maybe 30,000 vote in my district out of 56,000. So there's 26,000 people that don't vote. And that's just stats. So how many people in, in each city is not out there really voting? So there's a big difference. If those really wanted to be a change and people came together and motivated, because guess what? Your family is more motivated by their artists than you. Let's just be real. So I just want that's something to think about. Chris, what you think? Uh, yes, you do. You got something to think about. Uh, I lost my I want to know how you feel as an artist right now. I know I don't want to put you on the spot, but I know you have some music that's out. I know music is gonna be coming with everything that is going on. How do you feel it will affect your music? What what do you feel like you have to change your message? You know, like and 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 like what what do you think your message should be as an artist right now? Like what would you say? Well, um, I don't believe it would change my message because at the end of the day, me being a Christian artist, my message is always Jesus mm -hmm. and pointing everybody to Jesus and that your hope and your faith and your trust is always in Jesus. So as long as you're putting that type of content out, you, your message should never change because you're it's gospel. You're talking about Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, at this particular time, I don't believe it would affect my my music because uh, again, it's about Jesus and knowing that Jesus is the way. But being an artist, how I feel personally about how all this is going on, and let's let's take the artist out of there as a black male. It's scary to just walk up the street and again i'm in chicago so it's a little different here than it is somewhere else and mm -hmm. i could walk up the street and something can happen um or i could just walk to the store and something can happen and not saying it will but i'm just saying it's it's a scary time to live in just being a black male that at any given moment that you can just be killed just because of the color of your skin and so yeah i know we're talking about how um we should vote all these people in but also, let's go here. What do we do about the police? Because these are people who are doing it. How do we get them out of out of there? 
the ones well, the corrupt all, ones. Like let's so, let's work on that. I I can I, I can add on that. So first of all, it has to be. I think Gre- Dick Gregory said it perfectly. For any type of why did I'll give you a perfect example? Why did I follow every rule in the United States Army? Because if I did something wrong, I had a penalty. I didn't have the United States Army don't doesn't doesn't have a union. I don't have nobody representing me if I do something wrong. I'm on my lonesome. You hear what I'm saying? So it's just like that that shows you right there. And I'm and I'm a and as all veterans that's been in the military know, we're the the nation's police. Yeah. Not just a city. And we don't get to go home and have the civil liberties of, you know, local authorities. And one thing that would have to make a change is looking at at who is in charge of these unions, who's in charge of talking to these unions to hold people accountable. IA, what's happening with eternal affairs? Is IA not no longer there? You know, there's all these same factors as in the military because we have our form of IA. We have our form of people that hold us accountable. Now it's the point of holding accountable. And those people might be the ones that's in the background that we don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Because holding accountable is the biggest thing. Holding accountable. I think that should be the message of um, the night. Holding, holding accountable because yeah, as, that too. I know I if you really think about the only way that things could change is if people step up and start holding things accountable and making it a job again because first of all um, it's not like people are drafted to be cops you could be drafted to be a soldier and you still have to follow everything and if you do something wrong it still sticks on you you know, I'm very black and white. I'm not a person that's like, well, yeah, you know, because, you know, I know, I know great cops. But the main thing is, as as cops, they have to hold each other accountable. If I saw something and I saw another soldier doing something, I have to, and I'm a soldier and I'm sitting there and I don't say nothing about it, I'm wrong. Honestly, I'm, I'm wrong. I'm, if I'm not holding them accountable and it comes down to this, who's, where is the accountability? First of all, we know on a federal level that does not do anything for the police. The main person that could make a change for the police to hold them accountable is the governors. Now that's now look refocus onto your governors. Is your governors doing what they're supposed to be doing? Is your attorney general doing what they're supposed to be doing? And if and and if that's your main focus in your state, no matter what state you go to, you should always know who your governor and your attorney general is, because that's what it's going to come down to. And then it's going to come to your Supreme Court judge um, judges. If you don't know who they are, as soon as something happens big like this, that's where they're going to. That's who's going to deal with it. So that's the person that you you have to look at. That's the person that you should be holding accountable. Because guess what? After all this, everybody's going to duck their head. But I, I swear, once once it gets close to November, you're going to get a text message from that same person that that wants, <laughs> that wants your vote now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone in my, in my feed said it starts with us. Right. So. And not, it starts with us as, um, as a community. Well, and and, and, and not- it has to be held accountable 
in a way that we're doing it in decency and order, especially for speaking to the Christians. We have to do it in decency and order where we show some type of order because anybody can make chaos. But what brings change is order because order consists of consistency. It's not just doing it one night. It's not just uh, fighting for something one day or two days or, or two weeks or three months. It's actually going and showing a consistent fight and a consistent change to not forget. Because we say every 9-11, never forget. But how many people have been killed? And some people just seem like they just forgot. And they shouldn't be forgetting. They shouldn't be forgotten. You know, the, this, this, you guys still understand George Floyd's, um, George Floyd's uh, murderers. I'm going to say it simply like that. Still haven't been to trial yet. Just be, keep it honest. All right. But yeah. you know, Breonna Taylor's not the only one. You know, there's a lot of people. Aubrey, you know, there's so many people. It's yeah, I, sad. I think Sandra Bland, I think she, her stuff's still late. Well, still, you, you see what I'm saying? We can't lose focus. When you lose focus, man, God's been telling me for almost two months now, you need to refocus. Yeah. If we could refocus as a country of what's really important and how we can make a change, how we could get it as a juror, a juror in that, in that I've, I've people, the same way people run for Jordans, people should be running. If you're in that state where, uh, let's say, uh, George Floyd is, you should be trying to be on that jury. If you could, if you could protest, you could go be on the jury stand. Because that's where it's going to change. That's where you're going to make your voice be heard. We can't just be lopsided in how we do it. We have to be efficient in everything that we do. And that's not just blatant showing emotion. Because it's true. We shouldn't just go by emotion. Because guess what? Your emotions come and they go. But that the change, the, the, the problem doesn't go away. <laughs> just because you feel good tomorrow, it's still there. So you have to get to a point where you find a medium that you could do because everybody's not a protester. Everybody's not a person that could go talk to Congress. Everybody, but everybody has a mode in the civil rights movement. Everybody didn't do what Malcolm did. Everybody didn't do what Martin Luther King did, but they had a team of people doing stuff to make a change. You got to find your route of how you can make your change in your community. And it, like the lady said, or the, per the man, lady, man, I don't know, DW said the person. I didn't see it. But no, the, was, yeah, the, the lady, I believe. The, whatever, the, what the young lady said, it starts with us. If yeah, you don't see the change, if, it, if you don't see the change, be the change. And that's how simple it goes. Don't ask what you can do for your country. Ask what you can. Uh, what is it? Don't ask what your country could do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Because with you, you can make a difference. Simple. If you reach just a thousand people, you made a difference. I believe in making a difference. I have to say I'm, I'm going to be a little disagreeance. Bring a little rumble in here. Not playing the devil's advocate because I'm not advocating Wait. the devil. Hiya. <laughs> he loves <laughs> to play it. Hiya. But, you know, let's talk about yeah, Jesus. Talk about who? Jesus. Jesus okay. Christ. Jesus was an agent of change. Yes. Jesus got emotional and tore up the temple. Turned tables over. You know, I like There was bloodshed. 
there were people who said, get out of my city. How dare you come in here and try to change our city? We want to worship our gods. We, we want to bow down in these temples and you come into our city with this, you know, savior and, and you're the savior. How dare you come in here and do that? So it's like we talk about order, but then if we look at Jesus, was Jesus about order? No, he came in to change because he came in to fulfill the law. Mm -hmm. so, you know, and this is kind of like, I guess devil's advocate and shout out to my people who, who have protested and who have done and did what they said not to do. Because even when we look at, you know, our civil rights, it came out of a war. Mm. You know, if we talk about Martin and, and, and Malcolm and, you know, a lot of people know, you know, they weren't killed because of their, their, you know, March for Justice. They were killed because they were, uh oh, okay. Just to say they were killed because they were going to come together and focus on the economy, economic empowerment. And, and that's, you know, so even now it's like, I respect the order and I, I respect the vote. Um, but I'm so proud of the young people out there who are just saying, you know what, enough is enough, you right. know? And if we have to go out there and be the agent of change like Jesus was, that's what we're going to do. Jesus wasn't popular. During, I don't mean to preach like this, but Jesus wasn't popular. We praise him now, but they didn't like him then. They crucified him. Right. Correct. So it's like when we talk about now, it's like I don't want to take away like I'm I'm past right age. OK, I'm, I'm older. I'm in the house. I got your water. I'm praying for you. You know, all of that. But the young people who are out there, though. I straddle the fence with it sometimes, you know, someone brought it to my attention. It's like, you know, Jesus was an agent of change. Jesus wasn't in order all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like that balance, even seeing it now, it's uncomfortable. But along with the, you know, people who, like you said, everybody can't vote, everybody can't write, whatever people are doing, but these are the things that are going to, to bring about a change. And I'm not, not happy about it, but when some of the riots started, it was, burning down of the buildings and saying, I'm going to hit your pockets. That made them even listen for, for a little bit. I don't know. And of course we cross over into the voting, into the legislation, into getting it down in writing. But if we think about the constitution, we're technically still a third of a person. Yeah. Well, that part. And why is no one in all the time that we've been here have ever voted against and changed that? That's what I'm saying. Where I'm saying vetted. Vetting, vetted, where I'm talking about vetted. And, it, and just to look at some of those things, too. Um, one thing that I can say is this. I say that you voice your opinion, but you can't just keep voicing your opinion without adding something strategically on top of it, too. You know, and it, what I mean on strategically on top of it is you, you, you could go out and you could protest, which that is one of our rights in the constitution to do. Um, but the main thing is when it comes down to stuff that really matters, we got to be able to really get down, get them signatures, get down and get that. Like I said, when it comes down to it, we can't well, let our efforts go. I was going to say, I'm going to play devil's advocate again. I hear what you're saying, but I'm just going to speak based on what I saw here in Chicago. Gotcha. Right? Here in Chicago, they rioted, they protested um after george floyd mm -hmm. and then they started going into some of the parks because around here 
they have parks and they have Confederate um, statues up and started trying to pull them down. The mayor saw this was happening and saw how much it was causing the uproar. She just removed, like, ended up just starting to removing them, like, um, or trying to find a way to protect them. Um, but basically, it the riots and the protests actually caused the change here in Chicago. Like, for example, the Christopher Columbus statue that was once up, I don't know if you saw that, they removed it because they were trying to pull it down. And there was another statue somewhere else in the city they were trying to pull down and they just ended up removing it. So it, it it's, I believe, protesting and the rioting, it works. It, it gets the attention, it hits them where it hurts. But also I believe there is another way, like you said, we can, we can go about making a change and being a change without necessarily tearing up our city. But that's just me. Well, I'm, I'm always I'm always looking at the whole point because I I've, I was um, I'm an empath. I'm sorry, but when when it comes down to tearing people's stuff, I have I, I have I have a feeling against that because I saw too many people um, in the aftermath of George Floyd that felt wrong, like it was wrong too. That went through financial ruin in a pandemic. You know, like I said, and guess what? We back at square one again. What are they doing in Kentucky right now? Oh, they they the city up. Exactly. So somebody shot two police officers. And if you look at the LA riots, if you look at Detroit, if you look at East Oakland after Oscar Grant, we've had that and tore down and rebuilt. And this and there still has not been a, a legislation passed. True. There still has not been any. That's why I said it has to be balanced. It has to be a way of protesting your voice and then getting something. It's kind of like going all day to go fishing and then when you finally catch a fish throw it right back when you get the attention now make the change you now you got the attention you protest you get but now it has to be some form of consistency to make a stable change because i know like a, a man said it earlier uh during george floyd during my time we protest during his time he protests during your time Find a way to make a real change. I'm just saying it because we we still see the same stuff. And I know too many people. T- I'm tired. I speak personally. I'm tired of seeing the injustice. I'm tired of seeing so much death and nobody flinching. I'm so tired. You know, we've got so dehumanized with social media and all these different platforms where when you see that that's a real person that died. You know, I know we look at World Star and, and all these things and fights and all that, and that just kind of desensitize you to see some real stuff that really should affect you. Like, man, that's somebody really getting hurt. That's somebody really lost a child. That's really somebody getting ran over. Like, we got to get to a point, you know, because a lot of people going to troll. And that's just a new fad. They think that's trending. But at the end of the day, civil liberties of caring for others is important. And we got to find a way. And I'm just saying, somebody out there got to make a change, a change where it will make a difference for real, not for play play, not just to sound good, not just to be like, well, look at me. I'm talking about a change and I could argue 50,000 people. That's cool. But at the end of the day, ain't nothing really changed that's going to stick other than a few things that they've deflected. Because just to go back to what you said, Chris, they tore down some signs. But guess what? George Floyd's people still ain't in jail. Okay, they took Angie Mama away, but Brianna yeah, Taylor. So you, you see what I'm saying? There's deflections where things that 
right now, that's not what we was focusing on. But it's just like that. The things that focus, we we can't go. We have to focus on what we actually want to change, because it's like it's so many people. It's too many Indi- uh, too many chiefs and not enough Indians. We're getting to get the work done. Where it's just like, yeah, we got some statues down. Yeah, we got Angie Mama gone. Yeah, um, they're changing terminology. But at the end of the day, did the people that we said in basketball, football, everything else, did they go to jail? No. So where's the change? What is going to take? Because what the things we've done, and I and I'm I'm not even playing devil advocate. I'm just being real. Like the things that we've done. We've got everything else but the things that we're looking for. And that's just to be able to be seen as a human being, to have enough empathy that you care for my well-being as much as I care for yours. And as as Christians, all Christians should be right now empathetic of seeing somebody die. If you make an excuse, first of all, that is a, a commandment. Thou shall not kill in the first place. Let's go back. Let's go back to basics. Okay. And then if you want to go and say, well, that's Old Testament. Let's go to New Testament. Okay, New Testament says, love thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, and thy soul, and love thy neighbor as you love yourself. First of all, mm, if you're a Christian and you see no problem with someone losing their life, there's an issue with you. And I don't know, because it says in the Bible that if you can't love the brothers and sisters you do see, how can you love a God that you don't see? And that's And I'm talking just to the Christians right now. I don't care what color you are, Christians. You go to church, you proclaim the faith, you make, and especially the ones that make money off of it. Well, can, we talk, can, can we talk about it? Go ahead. Okay. okay. Especially with Christianity, there has this, um, a lot of what's going on with the riots and with George Floyd, um, a lot of pastors and preachers have been revealed. And um, I'm struggling with, um, certain pastors and preachers who um, refuse to acknowledge what's going on. Um, And I think back to your point about with Christians and not having empathy, I think some of them are unable to because they have no connection or, or, or experience to it. Um, Like Paula White or um, um, the, the the, um, Rod Parsley. You know, they had to submit statements and they've been very non-vocal about it. And to people who have been supported by the black community, I grew up in church. I think I'm I'm a little disappointed right now. So most people don't realize that it was prophetic that God said that 2020 was going to be this year of vision, as everybody cornerly said. But now you got to look at this. God, when you say vision, another word for vision is clarity. And when you look at clarity, this year has gave you clarity of who really is serving God. And then I told you, I'm talking back to the Christian faith, the body of Christ. Everybody that has said that I'm a blood born believer, that I have said that Jesus Christ has died on the cross, raised on the third day. He would be my own personal savior. That the people, that's what I'm talking to right now. All right. If you said that, you should feel some type of way because you should have a mandate. We already got a mandate to go do what? to go spread the gospel. But another thing is the mandate is the two greatest commandments that Jesus left before leaving this earth. And I already said it, so I'm not going to say I'll say it again. Remind some people that just tuned in. Come on, love God with all thy heart, mind, and soul, and love thy neighbor as you love thyself. If you cannot do that, you're going to have an issue with your relationship. 
Mm. Because your relationship with God, God is of love. If you don't know love, how can you know God? That simple is that. And and love isn't something that we just say. I think I feel, I feel like a lot of people play play with that word. Love is an action word, meaning that you actually care outside. You know, um, I said this a while back, and it's so true to this day. The day that you can deny worrying about self is the day that true ministry works. Because you're not so worried about me, you're worried about others, right? That's what ministry, true ministry is. It's not about you. It's not glorifying you. It's not doing you. Even if you think about it, um, the disciples said, I didn't come in my name. I came in the name of Jesus. Because they wasn't talking about Peter. They wasn't talking about John. It wasn't all about them. It was about helping people to see Jesus. Okay, now we know that part, right? Um, the thing that I just have to simply say is this, we have to get back to basics and holding the body of Christ accountable because obviously we're seeing the changing of the guards. God is tired of, of, of play, play Christians. Let me say it again. God is tired of some play, play Christians. You a Christian at church, you a Christian on social media, but when people see you, you are alien. God is ready for true people and true believers and true people that's going to stand for his word. And right now that goes into the part of being in the world and not being of the world, but still understanding that you should be that hope and that, that voice of reason. If, if God has gave you the opportunity and a platform to say, you know, that's wrong. Maybe that is waiting for you to say that change. Maybe you never know how who you could reach. And going back to what you were saying about the big people with big platforms, a lot of people have said things, a lot of people have not said things. And honestly, I can tell you, with being in uh people with human nature, most people don't like conflict. And this is a very confrontational situation. And some people mentally don't know how to handle conflict. They've never dealt with conflict. They've never had that before. Um, and if they did, they moved from it. You know, those are the same people that be like, I cut somebody off quick because they don't like conflict. It, 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 it bothers them. It gives them into a type of anxiety mode, right? So mm-hmm. if that's what it's doing, a lot of people are going to divert from that situation anyway. So there's that amount of people. Then there's some people that just don't care because there's a lot of selfish people. Let's be real. That's why... If you think about it, a lot of people can't be united. Why is the body not united? Why is the country not united? Because a lot of people worried about them until something affects them. Right? It's it, it's a lot of things that can be done. Prayer does change things, but we have to hold each other accountable. Like the young lady said earlier, we got to hold our peers accountable. We can't, first of all, be so quick to cut people off because I believe that is a dem- demonic spirit because if you're so quick to cut one person off it'll keep on doing it have anybody seen the movie click when he kept rewinding over uh, re, uh fast forwarding bad situations where it just mm-hmm. kind of went into auto fast forward that's what we do with people eventually we don't have no friends because we didn't cut everybody off because we can't realize that everybody got flaws everybody got issues until we could get to that there's a whole lot of stuff that's not going to change There'll be a lot of good talk. There'll be a lot of good things because, you know, it should be so many support. Just a lot of people out hitting the pavement for change. But they don't got that platform. They don't got it is a lot of lip service and not enough action. But there's some people out there really doing action to make a change. But nobody cares because 
first of all, they either don't know about them or they they not fooling with them because they said something they didn't like. They they do something they say they stand for something that they don't like. Oh, he a Christian, he a pastor, he this, he be that. And it's just like at the end of the day, but what are they doing though? They doing something, right? They they trying to make a difference. We have to get to a point, body of Christ. Now I go back to everybody else. Well, we got to start iron being that iron that sharpens other iron. If you see somebody, hold someone accountable and mentor them. Young, you know, young brother, young sister, I don't believe that's right. But guess what? I love you with the love of the Lord. And some people ain't going to be able to learn how to take criticism because they're going to think you're coming after them. And that goes back to accountability. That's why we have to look at a way, a way of change. And I could tell you right now, I don't got the answer. I'm just showing what I've observed. And the only way you could be united is being able to be held accountable and be able to take take accountability for you and your actions. Because guess what? Your actions don't just affect you. They affect everybody. Chris? I was, was going to just say, Chris, I was going to say your hair is fire. I did not know your hair. You grew your hair up. It's crazy. You just go to Chicago, turn into a whole new person. What you got under there? You want to show us no <laughs> i already knew that was going to come anyway um but one thing is i want I, I want people to say you know this was one jury just like if you don't know in the justice system there could be appeals but it takes work and it takes effort and it takes people having to remember and keep doing it so i just pray that someone's going um the family and everyone else figure a way for to get real justice um, and like we know, sometimes we can't get people the way that God could get people to. We got we keep forgetting that part. God sees everything, and if you know God, you know no matter how much money you got, that don't mean nothing because there's, there's a parable called the rich man and the poor man. And the rich man went to hell because he took away that civil liberty of caring for somebody else. And they never say what kind of person that rich man was. They just say rich man, poor man. That person could be a whole lot of things. And you got to look at this. And then riches, you know, we don't even know how much money he had. We just know that he was rich with life and, 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 and opportunity. So there, there's somebody out there that you know you can be able to make a change. Go make that change. Yeah. God, don't be the person that neglect and oversee other people's issues just because you ain't going through it. Because God helped you. Why can't you help somebody else? Because obviously God gave you the means to help somebody, not for you to be flaunting. Not for you to be talking about, oh, me, oh, my. It's about you helping somebody else. Civil liberties, y'all. So well, I was about to say, I might get in trouble for this next statement here, but I'm going to say it. I don't care. Um, what if, and I'm just thinking in my head, like, okay, yeah, all this is happening. It's been happening. But what if this is part of prophecy being fulfilled of the end times? Mm. I know that we're thinking about wars uh, and rumors of wars when it's, Talk about other countries trying to attack us, but what if there's war, another civil war in this? Is? What is this? What if this is a prophecy, or does this lead into a prophecy being fulfilled? So maybe, and I'm not trying to say that was supposed to happen. Call you right after this thing, like so, Chris, you just gonna throw his prophecy out? <laughs> but you know, yeah, I'm gonna throw what? it out there because one thing is we don't know what why this was led this way. This year has been a different year. And it wasn't just a different year because of COVID. I mean, this is a different year just from how it started to still how it's going to 
if we even go, because like you know, I feel like the old folks. God willing, I see twenty twenty one. You know, because yeah, at this point, for real. Like at first, it would be oh he he ha ha play play, but now for real, like you don't know. People are leaving out of here by the droves, and we don't know um, if this was supposed to happen. And the only person to know is God. And if it happened. We have to trust that he had this happen for a reason. And a lot of times we have to realize before there is a type of change, there's always a form of plague. Mm-hmm. Think about it. when the Egyptian, when when the when the Jews left Egypt, how many plagues did they go through? Ten of them. We had one. What was it? The last year, the year before last, or the last? locusts. Jeez, and they was on the pyramid. I was, I was like, Jesus. I was fast. Oh, my like, Lord God. We got plagues. Are you right. more? Are you count, Are you wanting more of them to happen? Is that what you're saying? Chris? No, we are, oh. we're good. We're good. We're good. No, no, no. We were just but, saying that one was a trip because I was like, where did all these locusts come from? Right, and I've never seen. First of all, all them locusts in the first place. Yeah, we from and Cali. That ain't normal. Locusts. First of all, I'm scared of cicadas. And I didn't know cicadas. That I just thought that was a noise that the South made. That's a bug. When yeah. they, I thought the sun just crackled the uh, concrete and it made that weird cicada noise. Nope. And when I thought it was a bug, I said, oh, yeah, we don't got those. No, we ain't got those at all. But I would just say end all be all. We got to make a change. Everybody has their own duty, no matter where you at. No matter what city you in, make your change and make your change the best way you can. Don't force somebody to do something that you can't do. Because if you if someone's forcing you to do some something you can't do, you're not gonna do it, or you're not gonna be able to do it right. right. Because if they're like, Well, you need to go out and be a civil right leader, and you're like, I can't even talk in front of people, like, but I have a great writing mentality, you know what I'm saying. Know what your gifts are. Know how you could be able to make your change and be able to be in the different pockets of your gift that God gave you and to be the voice and however you can be because everybody's not made the same. Everybody's not going to think the same. And and I have to say this, and I was having this conversation with my sister earlier. We have to get to a point where we can understand that we all not going to, we could all, all agree, disagree, but we still got a common goal of getting something done. Everybody ain't gonna think the same way. Everybody ain't gonna be the same way. But you got to get to a point where we could get stuff done, and that's that's it. That's simply how it goes. You might not like how, what someone says. You might not like what someone stands for. You might not like what it is. But if you guys have to work to get a common goal, don't cut people off because you're cutting off somebody that might have a gift that you need. I'm 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 just being real because at the end of the day, we all in this together, no matter if you like it or not. So with that being said, this is Pastor Jay. I think we gave y'all enough nuggets, and I got to get what's on my little chest, my little hoard, uh, um, off and said, because I believe that we got to start holding things accountable. I think the word of the day is accountability. Because mm-hmm. if we can start holding people accountable, man, because if you think about it, it ain't just a few people we hold accountable. We should be holding everybody accountable. Yeah. Not just some people. Because some people ain't making everything. <laughs> it's We need to hold everybody accountable. And I, I honestly believe that. And if you have something to say about it, uh, tell yourself. Because I don't really care. Anyway. Yeah, so, don't relax me because I'm not going to respond. <laughs> I never do. I'm just going to be honest with you. But you I, you. I'm going to cut I, you off. 
I just want you guys to know we can make a change. We can stick into it. It ain't over. It ain't over till God says it's over. And this this is like like you say in, in, in sports, this might be a bad game today. Cry, scream, get it out. But we got another game next week. And the next game, we got to stay focused for it. And we, yeah. and we still stay focused on it. And there's a lot of stuff that still need to be done that has not been done yet. We're not done. Okay? It's not the end all be all because there's still a lot of stuff that need to be put forth. So keep focused. Stay healthy. Um, make sure you just stay safe and and stay safe with your family. And, and call call your family members, you know, because these times, if God ain't pushing you to go mend relationships and forgive people, I don't know what to tell you. Because you, because I'm gonna let you right, know right now, if you got a beef with somebody, if you with how fast people are leaving this earth, you tripping, you tripping for real, because you gonna let somebody stop you from going to heaven because you got a beef with somebody because you got a grudge for somebody and yeah, just to let you know if you have a grudge that, that could stop you because how can god forgive you if you can't forgive no one else point blank period right so don't let somebody else's uh energy and vibes and and attitude and pettiness dictate who you are and the person that God made you, because guess what? At the end of the day, they could be mad, but you should know on your heart that you did everything to be the up person that God made you to be. And forgive that person, because people gonna mess. They gonna people are going to do you wrong till you die. If they talked about Jesus, why wouldn't they talk about you? Mm-hmm. If they did Jesus wrong, why wouldn't they do you wrong? And you mm-hmm. profess his name and hold his cross and think that that wasn't a big target. This is a target. This isn't this isn't for, for a show. This is a target right there. If you don't know what happened to the disciples, just go look. So why wouldn't you be attacked? Oh, read the Bible. Yeah, just go read the Bible and be accountable for yourself. You know, study that self proof, which means show yourself show, show yourself uh, worthy and accountable to God, not people, but God. Go tie that back in there. But with that being said. This is Pastor Jay. You can find me at all social media platforms at pa- uh, Pastor Jay, Pastor Jay Long Calhoun on uh, Facebook. Uh, uh, where am I on others? Anointed Jay Long on Instagram and Twitter. And um, go get my songs. Renew my praise. And Jesus, you make me happy on all digital platforms. Um, just know that Amp Music is here. Amp Records is here. We're here to give all um, music um, distribution, global distribution for gospel artists. We're a gospel and Christian hip hop artists um, platform. Um, I'm having actually something for the R&B and hip hop coming up soon, but right now it's just amp records for the Christian audience. Amen. So if you need distribution, let you know. Download the Anointed Radio app for 24 Hour Gospel. Um, make sure you go follow us and rate us on all podcast platforms. Um, we're on everything but title because Jay Z be hating because he don't hold himself accountable. And um, <laughs> I had to add that in there because he didn't, he does he's hating on us anyway. Anyway, going back to that, and I just want everybody to know that um, you could go donate to us at our Cash App at Anointed Radio Network. Um, yeah, cash. Put cash in front of it. Anointed Radio Network. Bam. It's at the bottom. If you're watching this on Facebook, my Facebook page, Anointed Radio Facebook page, or on the YouTube. And yeah, that's it. Chris, 
Yeah, I was watching you reading the, the thing at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy, y'all. I'm sorry. It's past my bedtime. Oh, yeah. Oh, later on. Right. I thought we fired Cletus. Leave Cletus alone. It's a new season, a new day, a fresh anointings coming our way, and we need a new piano player. Amen. But the deacon has spoken. All right. Anyways, hey, um, hey, hey, Cletus is here to stay. <laughs> Cletus is getting voted out. We're show that the Baptist church. We're gonna show up to the board meeting with guns. Oh Jesus! And cigarettes. <laughs> Flashbacks. Ah, uh, don't mind us. But yeah. Chris, say your thing, please. <laughs> yeah, I got to go. Uh, um, this is Chris Johnson. You can follow me again at J on Instagram and Facebook. You can also go and check out my website at sinkersj.com, which you can also get merchandise, download Chasing After You, which is on all media outlets as well as on my website. Uh, and yeah. Oh, we can't forget Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Y'all go follow her. Go get her music. Clay Marvinetta. She's on here Yes, yeah, so yeah, love child of Marvin. Uh, doctor. Marvin. Oh, yeah. if you're gonna do it right, make sure you go follow the Doctor Marlon. Uh, Mar- See, you <laughs> can't even say it right. That is Doctor Marvinetta Clay, the love child of Marvin Gay and Etta James. Put it together. You got Doctor Marvinetta Clay. Make sure you go follow her at drmarvinettaclay.com. Make sure you look out. Um, so good. And fly away coming out on the horizon. Look up her uh, apparel line, uh, worship, uh, worship forever, worship forever one. Um, and um, look out to some things that she's coming out, coming out with some great projects. Yes, Dr. Clay, and make sure you go get um, Chiquita's book, Chiquita Andrews, um, The Unbroken. Um, go get it, it's a great book. She's coming out with some more eventually. I don't know when. I didn't tell her to bake like two books by now. She could have had like four books by now, but hey, it is what it is. I, I can't write that fast either. Oh yeah, there it go. The Unbroken. There it go. I've read it. You should read it. Go buy it. And um, now... I have just to say that we wrong, by the way. She's on. Hey, hey, everybody's favorite auntie, Dr. Clay. Uh, we love you. And yes. know that if your Maddie Clark spirit's coming out to hit us with a shoe, um, I didn't say I'm not a duck. It was all Chris. Yep. I'm yep. not a duck. I've been in the choir long enough to not a duck. So, with that being said, go ahead, Mr. DW, with your outro. Um, I am DW. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at the DW Experience. And I am so excited about the show to come. There's going to be music, merchandise, all of that great stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I can't say who my artists are, but I will give you a hint. Um, one part of Atlantic Star and um, another person, um, uh, playing with Clay Aiken and Kelly Clarkson, a lot of great people, and they are people of faith. So I'm just excited. Thank you, Pastor Jay, for this opportunity. Chris, it's a pleasure to be here. Dr. Mavernetta, we miss you. I'm just glad to be here in a part of this team. So you guys stay on the lookout, the DW Experience, Instagram, and Facebook. 
next month in October. So you'll be seeing that show coming up soon. Um, details of information and flyers will start coming out. And uh, you'll see it just like how you see Anointed Radio um, here on the digital platform until we get back in our new building in 2021. So with that being said, everybody stay safe. Um, justice for Breonna Taylor, simple as that, um, still goes. Uh, like like uh, Nipsey would say, um, the marathon continues, simple as that. And um, I'm praying for everybody. Everybody pray for me too, because prayer changes things. So with that being said, we'll see y'all next week and peace out. Bye y'all. Thank you.